Well, hello, this is Rudy Holland with Moments of Inspiration, back for another podcast. And I hope you're having a great day today, and we're going to just uh, enjoy our time together around the Word of God for the next few minutes, and I'd like to encourage you to get your Bible. I'm really only going to deal primarily with one verse uh, in this podcast, but with a thought, and the thought is, how can I have my needs met? How do I, how can I live with peace of mind and um, without fear and anxiety of not having the basic needs of my life met? You know, we live in uh, some very fragile times. Uh, You know, we hear uh, so much rhetoric and people sometimes get caught up in what's being said instead of facing the reality of what really is. Let me show you what I mean. We start talking about how there has been um, inflation is is slowed down and we're not facing the inflationary numbers that we were in the past, and that's true. But we forget that we we're still a victim of the prices of the inflation of the past. Let me show you what I mean by that. Uh, inflation is slowed. But the cost of goods has remained, has remained high in accordance with the inflation of the last couple of years. And you see that when you go to the grocery store. That's why the value of your dollar today is so much less than it was a couple of years ago. Now they say, well, inflation's coming down. Well, it is. But it doesn't change the fact that the inflation of two years ago or last year still is, as one commentator said, baked in the cake. It's there. Those prices are there. And our income has not caught up with inflation. Therefore, we're upside down. Now, I'm not trying to get into politics and, or even into economics. I'm just simply trying to say these are fragile days. We are living in days when we don't know uh, if there's going to be enough money to meet our, our bills. Many people today are living on borrowed money. They're throwing the credit card down time and time again. Instead, because they don't have the cash to pay. Uh, we're seeing all of these things around us. And I'm not, I'm not a doomsday type of person. I'm not negative. I'm just simply saying, though, as a child of God, as a born-again believer in Jesus Christ, I can say like David said, I've been, I've been young and now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous begging bread. I can say that in my own life. I haven't always had all I wanted, but God has always met my needs. Now, over the last few podcasts, we've been talking about uh, the book of Philippians and how that the book of Philippians theme is that we rejoice in the Lord always, and again, I say rejoice. Now, that that joy that is talked about throughout these four chapters in the book of Philippians is that inner peace and contentment that we have in Jesus Christ. 
it is very difficult to have inner peace and contentment if you live in fear of how you're going to be able to have the basic needs of your life met. So Paul, in his writings on this subject to the church, to the church in Philippi, makes some statements. I call them nuggets that will help us face life as it is. We talked about some of those uh, in the last podcast. We talked about uh, how I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. That doesn't mean I can do everything I want to do, but all the things that God wants me to do, God will give me the strength to do. Today, for our, our first our podcast, the first thought I want, I want to share with you comes from Philippians chapter 4 and verse number 19. But my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And I read that verse, I am encouraged in the midst of a fragile society, in the midst of trying times, I have here a promise from God a promise in the Word of God. And that promise comes from the source of that promise is God, my God. I fear sometimes we uh, we fail to look to God to be our supplier. Some time ago, been several years ago now, I was at a camp meeting and a um, great, great preacher was preaching, and he, and he was preaching on, um, on Elijah and going to the, to the widow Zarephath's house and, and um, the cruise of oil, the no oil, no meal, and how he told her to go, and God supernaturally filled the cruise with oil and kept filling the barrel with meal. But he made a statement I've never forgotten. He said, far too often... We trust the supply and not the supplier. Wow, what a statement. If I can get my eyes off of what I don't have and look beyond that and see the God that has everything, my joy will be retained. I'll not lose my joy. I won't lose my my contentment, the peace in my heart because I know my God is the source of my provisions. So he's the source. Now I want you to notice, he uses the word supply. I will supply. That simply means God is going to give it to you. Now, God doesn't always give to us in the same way as we maybe we would anticipate. I think about in my own life how often I've seen God supply my needs in the most unusual ways, unexpected ways. I remember one time we had a great, 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 great need in a church that we, I was pastoring, we were building a building, running out of money. We needed a half a million dollars. I never told anybody other than my leadership of the church, but I, I didn't make it public. And a man who wasn't a member of our church walked in my office 
and gave, made a gift of some stock. And when we cashed the stock out, it was $554,000. You say, wow, my, you must have known some rich people. No, I didn't. No, I, I didn't coerce. No, I didn't ask. It was God. It was God. God is our supplier, and he has the wherewithal to supply. Now, the Bible says he owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and surely he does. I like to suggest to you he also owns the taters in those hills, and steak and potatoes is a pretty good meal for anybody, isn't it? My point is, don't just look at the supply. Look at the supplier. My God shall supply. Now, the supply is important. But see the supply as coming from the supplier. Now, to most of us, he supplies our needs by giving us a job. <laughs> For me, he supplies my need by giving me help so that I can travel and speak. And God supplies my needs. You never, you never, never should get away from the fact that all that you have and all that you receive comes from God. My God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. L look at the statement of how, how available all and everything we have need of God can provide according to the riches and glory. His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. See, my need is not going to be supplied because I have, in my case, places to preach, services to render. No, my need is going to be met because God is my source. He has to supply, and he's going to share with me those things that I need in my life. That doesn't mean I shouldn't save for the future. Doesn't mean I shouldn't invest wisely. Doesn't mean I shouldn't do all of those kind of things. But at the end of the day, I have to come to realize and acknowledge God is my source. God is my source. He is the giver of my strength. He is the giver of my abilities. He's the giver of me, the giver of the specific needs, whether it be money or food or a car or whatever it might be. God is my supplier, and he will supply. He said he would, and he'll do so by sharing his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Well, I hope this maybe will help you as you face the, the needs of your life, and all of us have them. None of us escape them. To the wealthiest, to the poorest, we all have needs. And I would just suggest to you that every once in a while, just take a few moments, go to the scriptures. Don't try to read chapter after chapter, though that's a good thing to do, but just focus your attention on this one, on this one reality. But my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. The simplicity of the statement 
is an indication of just how profound the statement is. I can rest upon him. I can rely upon him to meet my needs. I can look to the supplier, not the supply, that my needs might be met. Wow, what a wonderful thing to know a God that's bigger than all my needs, that is greater than all my trials, and who has promised that he will supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Paul intended to leave with these, his readers, those truths that would sustain their joy. Boy, I tell you, I don't know about you, when I think about what he just said, I can say assuredly that I can rejoice in the Lord. And again, I can rejoice because I can have confidence my God will take care of me. Well, I hope you've enjoyed these simple thoughts, and they've been simple, nothing profound, but maybe something that will help you as you anticipate the things that you may have to face in your life as far as needs. And I wouldn't be surprised if we don't go through some difficult times. I listen sometimes to the economic forecast, and some are trying to paint pretty pictures, but most are saying probably some... Uh, some darker days ahead, some more trying times ahead. But you know what? None of that will take God by surprise. And did you know what? It doesn't change the reality of the promise. My God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Thank you for tuning in today. I've enjoyed talking with you. I hope you'll enjoy the podcast. Tell some people about it. Would you do that? I'd appreciate it if you would. And I hope you'll tune in to the next podcast because the next podcast will be the last podcast from the book of Philippians. And then we'll move into some maybe uh, a little different uh, type of, of, um, of messages for the podcast. Until then, this is Rudy Holland saying God bless you. Have a great day and goodbye.